Welcome to the 904 Together podcast. I'm Tom Patton. No one would dispute it's a challenging time to be in business. And on this podcast, we're talking with a variety of business owners across the 904 area code about how they are facing the challenges of COVID-19 and how they plan to move forward. And my guest today is Joe Versput. He's the senior loan originator for Future Home Loans in Jacksonville Beach. And Joe, thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me, Tom. Tell us, first of all, a little bit about Future Home Loans. Yeah, Future Home Loans is um, it's a broker, mortgage broker shop, and we are local, uh, born and bred. Um, we basically, Rob and Nick, uh, Rob Lynn and Nick Walker, two guys, they worked in the call centers. And as a lot of us do in Jacksonville, there's a lot or were a lot of loan officers working in these larger call centers. And just kind of came up with a better way to do it with the broker model reemerging as a, a really good um, value for the client with, you know, the efficiency, the speed and the rates and fees being, you know, beating most of the st- setups that are out there in the credit unions and banks and different, different ways to get a mortgage. Um, and so we, <sighs> have grown really exponentially over the last two or three years um, from working out of Nick's house and having his wife, Mary, who works with us and does marketing. Um, she would be processing, Nick would be processing and doing operations. Rob would be doing sales and originating. And then they brought three salespeople on. And now we have about 15 loan officers scattered across North Florida, two or three, three in-house loan processors, um, a, a closer. And uh, it's, kind of really going really well over here. So how, Joe, has the mortgage business responded to the COVID-19 pandemic? That is a great question because it's uh, it depends on the day. Um, and, and the 30,000 foot view of it um, would be, it's a wild time. Um, guidelines have changed in general. Credit is restricted more where some of the and some of the one-off loans like um, bank statement loans and things that were different ways to get a loan for like business owners those almost got completely wiped out and the one person i know is doing those now they're really going away from it as well so i would say a general tightening of restrictions due to the feeling of you know risk and and people wanting to tighten up those riskier lending profiles um credit you know 640 and below is a lot more difficult or it's a lot more costly right now whereas three months ago i was doing 580 and above with really good rates and and getting them closed really smoothly so that and we also had a so there's a lot of guideline changes and some more like you know i don't want to get too far in the kitchen on guidelines because it will start to bore everyone to death (laughs) but i would just say the layering of guidelines is and and documentation and verifications they all just became a lot more stout um due to like you know a risk kind of approach and then uh as far as where rates have gone right before the pandemic hit we were at all-time lows you know below three percent and then the pandemic hit and the fed cut rates to zero but not mortgage rates mortgage rates went up when the fed made the announcement that they cut rates to zero because of uncertainty because you know um fear of default and all these other things and this forbearance 
beast is a ticking time bomb that I really would love to have personal calls with anyone listening about why they should really consider other options before taking that forbearance time bomb. Because if you can't pay your mortgage now, how are you going to pay three or four months mortgage in three or four months and keep your home? You know, so just like to advise people about trying to figure out other options before they take that route. And I'd like to talk about that a little bit um, in just a moment, but, but first of all, tell me about what you're seeing here in the local market. How has that changed in the past three months? Are, are people still buying houses? Yeah, people are still buying houses. I've been kind of uh, coining it like a conversation with you got the haves and the have nots. It's not what you thought it was, though. It's have a job and not have a job right now. So the haves that have a job and I'm a veteran, so I do a lot of stuff with veterans. You know, those guys are pretty secure Those and women. They're pretty secure in their jobs. So I'm still doing a lot of VA pre-approvals. It has gone down. Um, home prices really haven't dropped where I think people expected them to because because of the regulations that were put in place after the, the crash. This isn't really a housing crisis mm-hmm. as the economy felt before. So although they've drifted down slightly and sales have gone down by maybe, I don't know, it depends on the week, 8 eight percent something like that this month um we're still moving and still doing some refinances here and there for people that missed that low rate before because after the stimulus some of the rates simmered down and we're still in the mid threes you know so um so things are still moving and i feel blessed to be in a place that i can still work um my children are taken care of at at home uh, with the homeschooling and i can still operate and you know help people and it's a lot of advising too a lot of let's keep it on ice and see what happens moving forward so how has your kind of business model changed as you've been under a stay-at-home not an order but a stay-at-home advisement Uh, you're not able to get out and meet with clients apparently the way you used to how has the way you do business changed yeah um that's a great question so right away so i'm a huge organic networking guy i'm a huge uh, you know, Scott Shilbrack, he's a good friend of mine. Right. Um, and I'm in Beaches Hospitality Network. I'm the vice president and temporary treasurer now, I think. Because um, no one else wants to be treasurer. Um, <laughs> I've been the president uh, of an organization. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, right? Um, but uh, him and I kind of, you know, we must have had some kind of hive mind in the same week. I think we kind of came up with it. But I was, I do the, uh, I'm speaking about the 904 uh, virtual and, and yeah. the 904 together kind of thing. Um, but I do a lot of veterans. I do training at the military center at UNF. I do lunch and learns. I set up stuff with real estate agents because they're my customers to do different functions with them. And so I, I had to really immediately kind of adapt. And at the time, um, I was seeing a lot of people's posts on different social media about, you know, I miss my friends. I miss being out. I miss going to the, you know, happy hour on Wednesday and the lunch and learn. So, I went and did this 904 virtual group as just a virtual space to gather, but because I wanted to give it a little bit of maybe sustainability, I put like the three pillars of it were technology and uh, networking and then community. So not just to do a Zoom happy hour, it's let's share what tools you're using um, to help you adapt and kind of like give back. And so I started really push into the giving back into the community, promoting different charities because I'm still kind of keeping the wheels moving. My outward networking 
has never really been a hard sell. I'm more a relational salesperson and a community kind of figure, I guess. But, and I even went further to the, let's like promote these charities. Let's start these fundraisers. Let's promote other cross promote in different, you know, circles. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going good with that. So my business has changed. I'm still doing business. I'm still operating on my team. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, a team I work on, um, that I, I lead and it's, uh, we're still doing a great job and we're just not going to closings. We're not doing that face to face stuff, but we're pretty lucky to have that angle where we can still run things virtually. Are you able to allow people into your brick and mortar office or are you doing pretty much everything virtually right now? Um, so we are not having people in the future home loans office in Jack's Beach. Um, I'm able to do everything virtually now. Um, I do go into the office to get away from the kids. I have a back room where I can shoot video and stuff, just go in and go out. Yeah. But technically we're not open for business for anything client facing just for, you know, minor tasks coming in and out. Now, before this pandemic hit, I was hearing from realtors, and, and as I told you, I kind of have some some uh, inroads into that industry, but I was hearing from mm-hmm. some realtors that they were seeing some of the same signs in the market that led to the last housing crash back in 2008, 2009. Is this a different kind of climate, and how has this market correction changed that dynamic, if at all? I would say that... Um a lot of people, and I've had the same conversations with agents um, when I would tell them some of the products we have, but you got to understand that we're not doing a ton of, so they may have been referring to like the loosening up of credit restrictions mm-hmm. and some of those one-off loan programs that I mentioned, foreign national loans, like all these loans that tend to be very arduous anyway. So they're no, they're, if a loan officer tells you they love doing these bank statement or foreign national loans or anything like that, that's, right. you know, you're helping people, but they're typically come with a lot more paperwork. And because they're those riskier loans, they would put the rate from 4% to like 6.5%. So people weren't really taking those risky loans as much. Um, the bond loan thing that happened, you know, when everyone had that free $15,000 on the hardest hit fund. Right. You know, I do have a little concern that that bubble, because that crowd that took the loan, you didn't really need to have much money saved. I'm always, I really try to approach it from loan officer for life and let's look at your financial profile. Let's not take the free money now for an extra 200 bucks in your mortgage if that's really going to weigh you down. You know, it's really an overall picture to help people with their financial livelihood. But a lot of people, they call me, hey, I just want the money. I don't care what the rate is. I worry about that crowd. I don't do that bond loan. I feel right. like it really verges on predatory lending, actually, because it's it's um, those down payment assistance programs are a, a red herring to me, I guess, or maybe like a wolf in sheep's clothing where you really think you're getting this free money. They're jacking your rate up. And that, before you could live in the home for five years yeah. and get it forgiven, and that's even gone away. So I, I worry about that a little bit. Um with because that crowd that wasn't able to be that financially savvy typically is going to tend to be the crowd that might have more of a hard time right now right as far as the market conditions compared to the past i think it's a different ball of wax i think it's um because of the regulations that are are heavy at almost every kind of loan that you do um you're not qualifying people that really can't afford it whereas pre-2008 you know 
the unscrupulous ones that ruin the industry were using whiteout to change appraisals. And this is a wild west back then, you know? So it wasn't like that. It was super tightened up and a lot of people can go back and forth about regulations, but I'm a firm believer in regulations because I see that people will always try to work around them as much as they can. So you might, you got to put some kind of guardrails in place and monitor the industry. And that's what was done. And, and, um, I only think that the forbearance time bomb might have an issue uh, where what's going to happen if the people that shouldn't be taking up forbearance realtors are suggesting people. There's some videos going around that are horrible um, where agents are trying to be real estate agents are trying to kind of operate out of their lane and advise people. I saw a video advise someone on forbearance. Look, you could take that three months and just save it. And then this, I'm like, dude, that's a really horrible decision because Um, and if I ramble too long, we can just, Oh no, you're, you're good. Cause I was going to ask uh, about the forbearance thing anyway. Yeah. Um, so what I know that when I was working with Merrill Lynch and PHH mortgage and I would get calls, I did that for about eight years and ran a team for Merrill Lynch home loans, um, for a couple years. So I know that we would get calls from people that were coached incorrectly into modification, which is not the same thing as forbearance, but it has the same feel of misdirected and a clunky kind of what it, no one really can really figure out what's the end result. Who are the servicers going to be supported by? If you don't pay the servicers has the fed hasn't really stepped in yet, mm-hmm. or at least announced that they're going to step in and bail out the servicers because so you don't pay Mr. Cooper or some, one of these places that is doing this forbearance and has mailed you. Well, they still have to pay the mortgage to the servers have to pay. Right. So right. who, who's going to bail them out? The fed is supposed to step in. That'd be nice. But, um, it has that same feel of the modification where when someone would call me and say, well, they told me to go through a mo- loan modification, but it never really went through and you pull their credit and it's like 30, 90 day late. And I'm like, sorry, buddy, you know, like whoever yeah. told you to do that was just full of it. And they really messed you up. We need to get you in some credit repair. So, I think the whole picture of this forbearance has not been realized and it's a little bit of a kind of a low hanging fruit for people, but it's not a, a healthy fruit for, for people who might not be aware of the term. Tell me what mortgage forbearance is. It's not forgiveness. So forbearance is not forgiveness. Forbearance is delaying your payment. Um, and almost every setup I've seen, that um, people have talked to me about is a three month forbearance um, and the forbearance would then uh, uh, be due after that three months with any interest. So you really are just kicking the can down the road. So basically it becomes a balloon payment. It basically is like a three or four month balloon payment. Correct. Mm-hmm. Plus interest. Some have said that they're going to tack it onto the end of the loan. That remains to be seen. I just don't know the result of it. I do know the result of the incorrect loan modification coaching when something similar happened before. So I'm super, you know, skittish about anyone taking that option. I feel like there's some better options right now. If you could, if you could do it now, if you're totally in dire straits and there's no other option, then it might be for you, but I don't think it is. I, I, I wouldn't take it as a first solution. I guess at my point there, more of a last resort than a first resort. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. 
So, Joe, let's shift gears a little bit here, and because you talked a little bit about your 904 virtual Facebook page, but I want to find out more about it. I noticed that I've skimmed through. I've seen uh, guys like Taylor Roberts, who's one of my very favorite musicians here at the beach ever. Um, yeah. I like Taylor a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's kind of been on. You've got some of those kinds of things. What what was your your kind of impetus for establishing that page and what are you hoping what what need are you looking to fill yeah so i am um it's a i'm a musician myself so i used to be in a band up until a couple years ago so i have a lot of connections in the music industry restaurant bar owners music venues and um i definitely want to promote you know them they do the online tip jar stuff uh my friend that's an artist brian bernard um, who's widely recognized because he's the guy that's always painting at every almost concert in town. Like he brings his paintings in. It's like, he's, he's, I think he was at every show I went to for like two years, you know, um, really a guy that hustles and works hard. It's ever since I've known him, he actually called me once and was like, Hey, there's this amplifier at this pawn shop in Fernandina beach. They want, they want 30 bucks for it. It looks like an old one. You'd like, I was like, I'll give you 50 bucks. He drove it to Jacksonville. The thing is like some kind of gem you know, like a seventies tube amp. He's just a great guy. So people like that, that I know really put a lot of work into stuff in that arts field. So that part of it, I do a lot of cross promotion with that and posting there. And now people will just go post their, their stuff in, in there. He did an online coloring book just to give back. I noticed that. Mm -hmm. I posted that. Um, Charities that I know are, you know, having trouble when people's, pocketbooks tighten up during these kind of times so i did a lot of cross promotional charity stuff i think i started that 904 challenge which is give 904 like you could give nine or four or ninety dollars just to have a little bit of an attention attractor to get some more of these charities some money um the beaches hospitality network we just talked last night on the board member call we're going to give 409 dollars to beam Mm -hmm. and then operation barnabas is another one i put on there I could keep talking about the charities because I started to really, once you start to put something out there, yeah. it's you start to attract that as well. Sure. Um, so th- yeah, the 904 virtual is, you know, virtual networking. I do a live video today. I'm going to bring on a realtor that I work with, uh, Austin Crabtree, and he's got a really stout financial background. So we're going to talk some more about forbearance and some maybe credit tips and tricks. And I always like to not keep it all business if I do anything like that because, uh, you know, it's not as entertaining once you start getting super into the weeds, but people need to know that. So I try to hit like a technology thing every week on a video. I try to hit a charity thing and promote different charities. And then I'll do some talk about the mortgage market and um, and things like that. Um, and I've just been – I've spent this last week or two doing a lot more research on different tech tools for my own team. Mm-hmm so that we can come out of this with a different look, a little bit more of a tech forward look. Cause I have a feeling that, you know, the guy that wanted me to drive to orange park just to shake my hand and was, you know, had a, um, then wasn't really ever going to buy a home, which is fine. I'll drive to the ends of the earth for people really. Yeah. But as more and more of that, those kind of people that are comfortable with a zoom call, we say, Hey man, are you employed? What's your credit score? I'd love to meet you, but we just want to make sure that, you know, we, I can get all the documentation in one trip instead of driving twice out to orange park kind of thing. You know, those, that crowd is really coming around on the, the, 
um, efficiency of some of these things, which I like, and it's not, you know, it's not, it's not so foreign to them where they I, doing business the old way. You're still going to have those people, which is right. enjoyable, but yeah. Um, I was calling it a period of compressed adaptation to technology is what I have been calling it. So you're forced if you want to continue to do <laughs> yeah, business, absolutely. you better learn. <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about going forward because, you know, we keep hearing from Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks that perhaps we'll never shake hands again. Um, yeah, we're, we're a handshake society and I know businesses like yours are, are based on, on a handshake. It shows a level of trust. How do you, Correct. how do you look at your business as, you know, we're probably pretty close to starting to move away from a lot of the social distancing or at least start to loosen that up. How do you see your business now going forward, adapting into whatever is the new normal? So, yeah, so I've been looking at um, different tools and technology to help my customers. So I bought a 360 camera, which you may have seen certain things. I went and like, I'm like I'll nerd out on something when I want to get it and find the best deal, but also the best, you know, what's what's really going to be cutting edge and ahead of the pack. Because um, everyone in the real estate industry is doing these virtual tours of their homes right. now, right? So you've got remote showings, basically. And I've been saying this for two or three years, stop taking these with your shaky hand phone. Like no one, you're going to lose your customers and eyeballs. No one's going to watch that. You know, get a gimbal. It's like, they're like less than 150 bucks right now. Right. Um, I went ahead of the gimbal. I kind of leaped over and got a 360 camera, which I'm still working out some of the editing on, but the people that I work with in the real estate field are all ready to, for me to come and help them. People want to pay me for it already. And I'm like, yeah. I'm using it as a service for my agents, but I guess, Hey, uh, so any port in a storm, <laughs> you know, I, I, you're a uh, Navy guy. You know about that. I, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, uh, so the 360 camera where I can go do a virtual tour with a customer and they can, or with a real estate agent, and then they can just package that up and send it off to anyone that want to view it in a 360 form, which is nice. Um, and I'm looking at some different technology where some more automation while I have time, you know, a lot of people hire different services for internet marketing, Facebook, lead ads, Google search. Well, well I have this, all this woodshedding time right now. I'm, you know, I have the time to do what really isn't rocket surgery. You know, right. <laughs> um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's more time. It's more just figuring it out and plugging through the different ways to do things. Um, some, some of the tech tools I'm going to launch out of this are going to be great. Um, and making, you know, just, I don't know. I feel like we're going to go backwards and forwards at the same time. The hand washing, I feel backwards by that. I mean, I think we're going to go backwards in some values kind of, um, and forwards in, uh, technology and efficiency and the uh, cognizance that you better keep up with tech if you want to you know that's, that's kind of how it is get on or get left behind almost um but backwards in the fact that i just walked the dogs with my son this morning yeah you know, i took an extra couple minutes we've got chickens at the house and the kids are at home and they help in the garden and you know um it's it's like it's really nice to have that kind of reset and this field can be a very big rat race and you know a lot of the people that are looked up to in my field 
wear shirts that say never relax and wear shirts yeah. that say grind all the time. And I'm just like, that's cool, man. If that's, if that's what you want to do and that what gives you joy, but I know that I've self-evaluated during this time and taken that time to take a breath. And for me, I, I'm not that I will grind till the day is done. I get yeah. my work done, but that's not my, my core value. My core value is not, I'll just grind. I'm a money man. Like my core value is I love my community. I want to give back. I don't want to be remembered for something other than someone that can just do a mortgage. I don't, you know? Yeah. I hear you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm, I feel like I'm gifted to be in a position where I can still do the mortgages, but use that as a springboard to kind of move it over to do good things for people, you sure. know? Yeah. Well, you know, to your point on technology, um, I was within days of going to sit for a commercial drone license when they closed the federal testing sites. So I oh, wow. wait for all of that stuff to open up so I can go get a commercial drone license. And Oh, you and, should have been on my, um, my drone zone. I did a drone specific uh, uh, training Zoom video with the, like four or five drone experts a couple weeks ago. Cool. Well, I'm sure yeah. it's, it, I'm sure it's archived somewhere. So, uh, yeah, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> It's, if it was on the internet, it exists somewhere. The internet never exactly. goes away. Well, Joe, I really appreciate your time today. It's been uh, an interesting conversation. And is there anything else that you'd like to pass along to folks about um, about what's going on out there in your world? Um, no, I don't want to, nothing about my world. I just hope everyone else's world. I know there's a lot of people that are having a hard time right now and, and expected to just put on a happy face, but I think everyone's going through the same thing. It's okay to have a hard day and you just kind of get up and I'm really happy that our community is all pulling together to support local businesses, restaurants, and a lot of food giveaways for people that have lost their jobs. So um, my only message is just keep going and, and keep your chin up. Well, I'll tell you what, if you will send me a link to your 904 virtual Facebook page, I'll make sure that gets posted when we post this podcast. And hopefully you'll see some more folks uh, generated from that. Awesome, Tom. I appreciate the, the time today. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. If you'd like to be a part of this podcast, drop me an email. I'm tcpatton813 at gmail.com. This podcast is supported in part by listeners like you. Visit the homepage on anchor.fm to learn how you can support the program. We'll be posting new podcasts each Monday and Thursday, so I hope you'll join us again next time. You can also get previous podcasts at the anchor.fm homepage. For now, and especially now, remember to find the opportunity in every challenge. I'm Tom Patton.